Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative and author of How to Start a Side Hustle. And I'm so excited to bring this episode to you because I have this conversation so many times for myself, for my friends and for my coaching clients. And it is huge and something that I'm constantly working on in my business and with my clients. So this episode is all about how to ride the highs and lows of business and working for yourself. And I hope that this is an episode that you can keep coming back to whenever it gets hard because the thing about the highs and lows of business, which I've learned many of times, is that when it's high, you forget how shit it can get and how low it can go. So today I'm going to share with you some tips around why it happens, how it happens, and what you can do to support yourself. So I want to start out by saying that A lot of people, like, you know, often I hear people say to me, you know, I've got this idea for a business, but like, you know, can you sign an NDA, which is fair enough, and also, you know, or or do I tell people or, you know, is it confidential? Um, And I, my response is like, yeah, of course, happy, it's confidential. If you come for a coaching session, I'm happy to sign your NDA. And most people well, probably somebody out there probably has your idea, but most people will never get it off the ground. And the reason being is that running a business, taking an idea from an imagination in from a place in your head into a reality is a transformation. It's an alchemy. It's an, it takes energy and focus and discipline and investment which no, most people just don't have it in them. They just like, they won't even, they might start, but they might not finish, right? So if you're out there running a business and it's, and it's making money and it's turning over and you've got clients, like, congratulations. Because I have coached, I reckon thousands of people over the years on a one-on-one capacity, let alone being in a room with people. And who have ideas or have come to a speaking gig or, or read the podcast, read the book or listened to the podcast. And everyone's got an idea, (laughs) but not many people have what it takes to stick it out and make it a reality. And why is that the case is because there is so many highs and lows. And as entrepreneurs and as business owners and creatives, There's parts of us, I think, that crave the unknown, they crave the excitement and the possibility, and then the creative process. But I don't, like, I don't know where, like, my first thinking right now is Esther Perel, who is a sexuality relationship coach, expert, uh, not even a coach, she's a, a boss, like psychologist, check her out. Anyway, she talks often about in relationships, the dance between like the separation and the individuality plus the connection and, you know, the familiarity. And I think without being an expert in that space, um, that's probably the first thing I think of is whether we crave that as humans is the 
the norm and the patterns and the known because that makes us feel safe and it's certainty. And I think on some levels from what I've read from the scientific research around the brain is the brain craves patterns. It craves going the same way to work every day. It craves memorizing how to drive a car or write your name because if it can memorize it and store it as a pattern and you never want to do that thing differently, then it it conserves energy, right? And so it can then also preserve energy for mostly keeping an eye out, right? If you think about our body's um, main capacity is to keep us safe and to <laughs> probably procreate. Um, so our brain is looking to store patterns of n- unnecessary information that it doesn't have to think about. Um, and so from that place, we want safety, security, certainty. And I think we've built a society of nine to fives around that, right? So our, our world is like come to work, nine to five, create a system. If you haven't already heard this on the podcast or read it in the book, the nine to five, the schooling system is based around the industrial revolution, industrial workers, people showing up, clocking in, doing the same repetitive task, clocking out, going home, getting the same wage, taking the same holidays, only working, only having two day weekend and fall in line, do the thing. Sorry if that's triggering. That's that's the what I learned and understood and was like, get me out of here, stat. So my moral of the story is that starting a business is not easy, right? There's so much uncertainty. There is you, you're stepping away from the nine to five. You're not sure where your next paycheck might come from. You don't know whether you're going to have clients or they're going to pay their bills. You're going to, you know, have good days and bad days emotionally. Your life is going to keep happening and there's no one that's going to tell you to take a break and that you should rest and that it's really full on right now and it's okay to take some time off. And everything is going to fall to you. Everything is going to fall back on you, whether it's good or it's bad. And so I want to talk about a little bit of the, you know, what you can do in that space to not um, lose your mind and to stay the course <laughs> and uh, and have a successful business. And then secondly, I want to give some tips as to things that I've learned over the years. Um, okay, so firstly, I think the best tip that I've ever, ever heard in this space is that if you ride every high and low of business and the fields, then you will like burn yourself out. And somebody told me that years ago and it was really hard to hear at the time because, and I was saying this to a client the other day, you know, I used to send out, someone would inquire about coaching and I would send the email and then I'd get like a little sensitive pang in my heart if they didn't write back or they said no, right? I remember, you know, you probably heard the podcast, uh, on the podcast, talking to investors about my magazine and when it all fell through, I reckon I was in bed for a month. And over the years, I have been through, you know, 
the highs of book deals, but the lows of breakups with a pressing deadline. <laughs> I've come close to depression and um, mental health and like, yeah, really burnout, deep, deep burnout. I've had major surgery. There's some months that I've made 40K without with ease and been like, wow, I don't even know how that happened. I barely did anything. And then there's some months where I've made 3K and I've struggled to push that over the door. Um, I've lost jobs worth thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, um, and had to figure out how that I, you know, had banked on for my cash flow. Um, I've had to pull money together when I didn't hit magazine deadlines for, um, advertising. I still have so many magazines that I just didn't have the mental capacity to sell or distribute post the launch. Um, I've had insomnia. My ex-fiance had a child, so I was a parent for four years, um, step-parent. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been through so many different things. You know, we've all been through the global pandemic together and life happens, right? And sometimes, you know, you're figuring it out and you're doing it and these great things are happening. And then, you know, you like last couple of weekends ago, I was having a glass of wine with my friend and my, someone sends me a message to say my website's now selling Viagra. So it's like, okay, great. Not having this wine tonight. I need to go and call my domain name or whatever it is. Anyway, the moral of the story is the highs and lows aren't going anywhere. It's life, right? But if we ride every single one to the extreme of the emotion, which is huge for me to not do because I can be a very sensitive person, then we are going to make ourselves burn out and a little bit crazy or um, losing our, our center of gravity and our truth and the emotional toll that it will take will make you want to give up and, and chase that certainty. Um, so firstly, try and be a little bit objective, right? I know that it sounds, I think definitely, you know, where necessarily, you know, celebrate and also uh, feel the feels of disappointment and setbacks and things. But at the same time, try and do it from like a, you know, and I think something that I learned was doing it when you celebrate, celebrate, but also, yeah, what goes up must come down. And I think it's a very Buddhist practice, right? It's like, Yes, everything is happening as it should. I learned this practice through Tara Brack when I was going through one of my breakups. <laughs> and was and she was like, yes, just say yes to everything, every emotion, every feeling that's here, say yes. And I think it's a, a Eckhart Tolle, perhaps a badly quoted somebody in that space, who said, um, yeah, embrace life and, and say yes as if you'd chosen everything, something along those lines. Um, and, you know, accepting all of it, right? And the, the lows have just, you know, you actually learn more in the lows, I would say. Um, but all of it is part of the journey and the lessons and trying not to attach to the highs because it's not going to stay high. And actually some of the clients that I've been speaking to lately who, you know, started the year with a bang and now are struggling and then, you know, um, that other way around, I've I've got clients in both um, camps and now the one's struggling and panicking and now is, is doing really well and, and coming. So it it's like anything and I was at Bondi Beach recently and 
I filmed the waves and I was watching them come in and out and I was like, this is like the podcast, (laughs) the highs and lows of it flows in and it flows out and you can't stop that. You can't stop the tide doing what it needs to do. If you stop the tide coming in and out, the whole planet would probably tip on its side. That's not a scientific (laughs) fact. Um, but you know, you would, you would mess with nature, right? So instead, can you zoom out? And that this is why I say it, right? Zoom out, remove the as much emotion as is healthy to do. So you don't want to be a robot and completely suppress your emotions or not celebrate, but you want to be able to be objective and not ride the extremes of the highs and lows. So there's just something around that in terms of how do you healthily process the highs and lows. I think definitely like um, – you know, I, I, the Buddha's Brain book that I read and I've spoken about many times shares this quote where it says, the brain is like holds on to negative thoughts like Velcro and it will um, repel positive thoughts like Teflon. So like water on, you know, a, a nonstick private. <laughs> um, so... When I think about that, I think about that, you know, when something negative happens, we cling to it. We're like, oh, my God, like this, and we stew, and we tell people, and we cry, and, like, if you're me, you probably mope about for a little bit, and you, you know, get down on yourself, all these things, and we store it. The more what you focus on expands, so the more energy and focus and stewing and and ruminating and, and bitching and moaning about it the more the brain's just like cool this is getting a lot of airtime like we probably need to store this right and we need to keep an eye out for danger if we give it too much energy it becomes our default oh no 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 i'm not going to pitch myself because that person said no to me once and i get i had a total meltdown when i got that no and so you know i don't go back there i don't put myself in that position versus um being you know yep cool that was a no what was the lesson in there right and not letting it create a limiting belief but processing it you know sometimes feeling it sometimes it's okay to take a hit and to feel disappointed and to know that it didn't go to plan but there's always like feel it first you know I'm I'm horrible at this but I know that that's what my therapist would say (laughs) stop and feel the feel and then you can come up with your plan and learn the lesson Um, and then what's really important and I do this with clients and myself a lot of the time is to celebrate so if the brain is like teflon to positivity so it easily just dismisses it because it's like unnecessary data being happy is not going to keep us safe like whatever I mean this is my assumption from what I've read not a professional scientific opinion but kind of makes sense right um so if the brain is like you know or dismisses it which I think society also adds to and um, small poppy syndrome and just you know self-deprecation in general is like a common you know well like accepted place with like way for people to talk about themselves and be so 
if that's the case, you then have to work just as hard as you do to let the negative go, to hold on to the positive, to celebrate when something goes well, when you get that email or you get a job out of nowhere or an opportunity and you're just like surprised or mind blown or excited or proud of yourself, stop and anchor it in. Celebrate it, tell somebody, write it in a journal, stop and physically remind yourself Oh, it always works out or this is amazing. I can't believe I'm living my dream, right? You want to really stop and make time to anchor in what you're experiencing and give your brain hard data and evidence that you, that it works out, that you're doing it, that you're making it work, that, you know, it always comes good no matter how hard it gets, right? So you're going to have to consciously do that. In writing the highs and lows, don't go as high and as low. Obviously, be a human being and not a robot. Um, but yeah, feeling it to a level that means you're not going to go to an extreme high or low and that you can bounce back and take lessons from it. And the know that it's business. Like, this is business and money, right? It's a transaction. And unfortunately, I think this is a huge stereotype and don't come for me, but. <laughs> Men can be less emotional and they just come in and they just cut throat and they do what they do and then they just get to the top, you know. And women, we care and we are emotional and we want to, that's our makeup, that's why we can um, bear children and, and raise them and empathetic. Actually, there's actually this scientific study is that women are more empathetic. Men actually have less empathy in their brain. <laughs> Something along those lines because I think they had to hunt and gather. Anyway, that's not gender stereotypes. That's just science. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a bit gender, but let's stay on track. I also want to say that it's, I started this podcast at 5.30 a.m., but I also want to let you know that I've been in bed for two days doing the bare minimum, if not nothing pretty much nothing. Maybe I've sent three emails that were urgent and posted on Instagram and barely wrote back to my friends and family on text messages or anything. And what I love about that is that, yes, I I knew I was exhausted. For those of you who may have seen on Instagram, I was in Queensland in the major flooding last weekend and I came home and my body was completely wiped. I was cooked and exhausted and had nothing left in me and I was like you just need to go you need to rest and I need to not do anything because my tank is at about 20 percent but if I tried to add if I tried to act from that 20 percent and I was meant to have a full day of coaching clients and I was sitting at the airport at 10 o'clock at night with a you know a delayed flight Ended up getting in at like one thirty in the morning, and was like, "No, I need to, I need to rest. Otherwise, if I if I do this full day of coaching off a twenty percent tank, I potentially am going to be in bed for a week after that." And I took two days off, and as a result, I woke up this morning. I had my alarm set for six thirty, uh, but I woke up naturally at five, and I had a shower, and I did a little intention, and I was like. I'm ready to record my podcast that I've been meaning to do for weeks. Um, and so that's the beauty of it, of working for yourself. You may not 
you know, have consistency. You may not have the income that you had from your nine to five or the holiday pay or, you know, the lunchroom or the perks or whatever of a Christmas party. Um, but what you're buying, what you're, and I said this to a client the other day is like, you might start with, you know, being a hundred thousand dollars at your job, right? And when you're first year in business or even second year in business, you earn $40,000 or $60,000. So you've got a pay gap there, right? Like there's a gap there, there's a cut that you've taken. But what I want you to start to see is that the the gap in the money, what you're actually getting in in exchange for, let's say you, uh, you take a $40,000 pay cut, what you're exchanging for that $40,000 is to be able to lie in bed on a Tuesday and Wednesday and cancel all meetings and say, no, thank you. I can't do it today. And you will battle guilt. I, I battled guilt the whole time. I literally had to hide my computer from myself. Otherwise, I'd be like, just one email. Um, and as a result, I've been able to get up this morning being like, I'm back. Yes, I'm feeling much better. So there's no way I could have done this podcast yesterday or the day before. Like I could barely speak. I was so tired. But as a result of that $40,000, right, you're buying freedom. You're buying autonomy over your life. You're buying the self ability to self-care and to, to, yeah, run your own show and to call your own shots and to do what feels right for you and to work hard at 5.30 in the morning um, and, you know, know that you can clock off by two if you, I won't be, I'm, <laughs> I'm coaching till eight, but, you know, I've had two days off. But you get to choose the autonomy and the freedom. So if you're sitting there being like, oh, maybe I should go back to my nine to five, weigh up all the other things that you get or that you've let go of since since leaving that that would maybe be priceless <laughs> and not even worth the $100,000. <clears> okay, what other tips have I got? When the business goes down and the energy is like you're just like, oh, shit, I'm in a real down spot, there's something – my number one tip for that is obviously like, yeah, sometimes it, it is going down because it's – well, or you're feeling down and you need to rest and that's okay and – Sometimes it's when I'm in that space and I'm like, wow, nothing's working. Business feels stale. It hasn't, you know, I haven't had inquiries or opportunities come in for a while or I'm feeling bored with what is on my to-do list. Then that's when it's time to give energy to your business and ask yourself, am I giving it laser focus or am I, am I, you know, splitting my energy through some side hustles or some, you know, some backup plans or some like cash on the side in case this doesn't work out? Are you giving your business the best possible opportunity to succeed? So you can ask yourself, yeah, like how, you know, if you were to put your, your focus that you're giving on your business and you were to give it a, you know, a, a, um, a visual, would it be like a, a laser that's just like ready to cut and, and energize and, and beam light into your business? Or is it kind of like a fractured, you know, going through a magnifying glass or, you know, distorted image, you know, kind of a weak wavy line. And often what you can, like, it's just like, wow, what, yeah, 
you get out what you put in and sometimes we get distracted and freak out and just you know start making money on the side because we're we're nervous it won't work and all we have to do is just bring our focus and our energy and say how can I make this work how can I make this work ask people outside of you if if the answers don't come you know the other good question which in our first aid kit there's a whole chapter on that and I love giving those worksheets to coaching clients says how can I 10 times my business in the times where my business has felt like it's you know, slumping or not inspiring or not getting anywhere, I sit down and I just go, what can I do to, if I was to do this 10 times better, if I was just to like look at every aspect, every touch point, every offering and zoom out, <laughs> do the first aid kit, like the whole thing of that was designed because it's the things that I do and over the years where my business has been had really big highs and lows consistently and that's another thing you know if, if you're getting lots of highs and lows in short amount of time um step back and do the first aid kit zoom out it's on the website i've just reduced the price it's like a hundred pages of worksheets and it's a full health check of your business everything that i do with clients and myself it's pretty much a th- three to six month coaching package in a book um, and I just had a client printed out and loved it, so I pulled my printed copy out. Um, but the idea is the highs and lows require you to focus and to have a look. And if you're getting them really consistently, it's a good sign you need to zoom out and do a planning day. Lock a day out and just take a good hard look at everything. And, um, you know, something that I have been celebrating a lot lately is that since the book and the podcast, it's just like business feels like it's in flow. And I really have moments where I try to resist that. I'm like, when's it all going to fall apart? When's this going to go bad? You know, when's the low going to come? And it just feels like every day or every week I get these beautiful opportunities that are coming to me that I used to be pitching for or you know people who are you know purchasing stuff off our website or f just ready to work with me or sending me messages and you know I or I'm pitching something can I get an instant yes and yes that you know it's not that I I think it's me celebrating and me saying what's possible and also me saying that I'm still like shook from it seven years in even though I've been working my ass off for seven years to get to this like I guess plateau of level of you know success and and ticking goals and allowing myself to flow in that and to be like you know what I don't maybe you don't need to be as hustling as hustle as much as I used to five years ago because all of that hustle is now paying off and it's now time to celebrate and that's what's possible and that's, you know, you shouldn't have to be in the uncertainty and the chaos of the ups and downs all the time. So if you are in that place, it's a good time to stop and to zoom out. Okay, you don't have to do it all. Take some time to rest, you know. I think pick the things that really suit you in business and what you're good at. Um, and, you know, the the whole reason I tell you it's 5.30 and dark outside is that that mornings are my best time to work. Someone wanted to have a phone call with me at seven o'clock last night and I was just like, no thanks, I'm exhausted. Like it's just, I can't do it, right? And 
this is my best time to work and this is my ability to get up and get straight out of bed and on my computer and go, now is when I feel inspired, straight after a meditation. I don't have to commute. I don't have to check in. I don't have to prove to someone that I was working at this hour um, to get my paycheck. And, yeah, there, there's no pressure and it's you get to design your life and your business and your way of working that suits you, that plays to you. To your strengths. So try to zoom out as much as you can. Cut away from the noise and the expectations. Know that you are conditioned for certainty in the nine to five. That business is not always going to be like that. But if you can ride the wave and you can find ways to stick it out, like most people will drop out of the race, you know, or most people will you yeah, will take a break or pivot. Um, but honestly, I think. Part of the reason I'm still here seven years later, because there's been many times where I've wanted to quit, um, is because I've, I've learned to emotionally manage that and lots of therapy. <laughs> okay, guys, I hope that helps. Um, also someone sent me a beautiful voice message on my Instagram the other day to say thank you about the podcast and how much they liked it. And I loved it. And I consider that, um, I love it. I think it's a compliment and it's part of my job. I'm like, I loved it. Uh, the reason is I sat outside and I was just like, oh, I'm replying to this person's voice message. I'm working. <laughs> um, but it, I actually genuinely do love hearing from you and I love how excited you get to hear from me back. So um, slide into my DMs. I'd love to hear what you think. Have a fabulous day, guys. Go easy on yourself. Trust the timing that life is happening for you as well and the highs are going to come and the lows are going to come but it's all part of the journey it's all the lessons and there's yeah there's lessons in all of it even if it doesn't feel good okay guys keep me posted have a great day Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week. Bye.